Hey party people, it is September the 21st and the time here in Egypt is 9.23pm and I am in the bed. Oh my god, if I hear miss one more time, if I hear miss one more time, when I tell y'all these kids be like miss, miss, miss and they are super 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 like good kids like they mean well they're logical um so much so that i'm always caught off guard by the things that happen so um two days ago um in my intensive class i have this little kid who has the face of an adult male i'm still trying to figure out what his name is gonna be because he's one of three um Oh God, I can't. I, Ahmed, I, Ahmed's, and I, I w- You know what? I told y'all wrong. I think I told y'all it's like Ahmed, but it's Ahmed. <laughs> so, I'm still learning how to put my tongue in the right places in order to speak Arabic language, and that's probably gonna be my downfall because the Texas in me has come all the way out. The kids be like, "Say that again, Miss." And then I'll say whatever it is they think I, you know, that I, they'll, I'll say whatever it is they want me to say. And then they are repeated. And it's not until they repeat it that I'm like, oh, they like the accent. So anyway, so two days ago, um, I had one of my intensive classes and I normally have six kids. And this particular day, I only had two. So we get down to the classroom and... The child with the face of an adult is like, Miss, what are we what are we about to do? He kind of talks like he has an Egyptian kind of way of talking, but it's also like slightly gangster, slightly like Italian, his whole approach to it. So he's like, Miss, what are we about to do? And I said, we're going to go to the class and do our grammar, grammar work. It's a grammar day. He's like, Miss. And I was like, man, don't start that. Just come on. So we get to the classroom and I'm setting up or whatever. And he starts talking. He's like, look, miss, what is this? And I said, what is what? What, what are we doing here? What are we? What, what is this we're doing? And I said, we're about to do our grammar lesson. He's like, miss, it's only two of us here. And I'm like, yeah, so? He's like, come on, miss. Come on, look. You're going to have to teach the other ones the lesson when they get back, right? You're going to have to reteach the lesson you're about to teach us. So why would you even teach a lesson that you have to reteach? <laughs> now, y'all know me. If anybody knows me, if anybody has ever followed my teaching journey, y'all know I will let a kid talk. And I will consider what a kid is saying as long as on some level it makes sense. And, of course, because I am like... In a, in a land where there are no laws I, I have to consider it But I'm also like up against Kamika you said you were going to come here And do exactly what these people told you to do But he's right I don't want to have to reteach a lesson And I have six students And four of them are missing So I say to him Okay What do you want to do And at first he's like I don't know And I said well then we're going to do our lesson And then he says no wait 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 he says, um, he thinks, he literally, I can see the little hamster running around on the wheel in his head, literally. He goes, let us do our homework, miss. 
And I'm like, well, shit, yeah, let you do your homework. That sounds pretty good. And at that point, I was willing to risk. I was willing to risk it all. I was, I was like, by all means, do your homework. What do y'all have to do? So I had given them vocabulary every at the beginning of every week. I give my kids like fifty vocabulary words, and um, they have the whole week though to turn those words in. So from Sunday to Sunday, they have fifty words they got to look up, and they get tested on these words. So. Um, it's not like I'm just giving them anything to do. So he was like, well, we have your work and we have the other teacher's work. He mentions the other teacher's name. And uh, I say, well, tell you what, I'll help you get through 10 of my vocabulary words. Let's do those together. And um, then by then class should be over. And I say that because these are sixth graders and they talk a lot. So you can give them an assignment and ask them to be quiet but because of the culture here they don't be, they don't be quiet these are some of the chattiest most talking over you most argumentative kids i've ever met like ever all of them have the ability to argue like every last one of them but miss but miss but miss but miss that's how that's how the argument goes i said be quiet but miss i said be quiet but miss I said, it's a rap song it will be a rap song by the time i leave here anyway so we're doing the homework we're getting through the homework and you know we're kind of having this whole conversation and he starts talking about america and he was like i love america miss it's the greatest place man my i have relatives that live in america and i love america do you love america miss and i get quiet because i have a love hate it's such a love hate and how do you explain that to a sixth grader you know, how do you say, man, look. <laughs> so I tell him, I say, it's all right. You know, the, the police brutality is pretty bad. You know, it's, we got to do something about that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it is pretty bad. And he said, but you know what, miss? I love black people. And the police here, they love black people. We love black people. Um, that kind of warmed my heart up a little bit because... Like I told y'all, when I first came here, I was struggling. I was struggling with what the culture was up against who I was as an American trying not to be an American. You know, I'm coming here and I'm not being anything other than an observer. But there were so many moments that felt racial to me. And I, I, don't, I didn't know if it was because of my conditioning or if it was really like racial like she's a black girl she's she's dark-skinned and i'm not even dark i be saying that but i ain't even dark like but y'all know what i mean like i do got that little chestnut thing going on with the skin color so you know so to hear this young man saying that really felt good because he's genuine if y'all met this kid he's he's like a young lawyer or something i i can't even explain it he's super super smart um so he's, you know, he's he's just laying it all on. You know, I love America, miss. I love America. And, you know, so that was that. And we ended up getting the work done and being able to move forward. Now, um, today was different. I ended up fake teaching a class. And I, I literally did the whole first half of the day thinking it was Tuesday. When it, I mean, thinking it was Wednesday when, in fact, it was Tuesday. So I had to, like, reset myself. 
Well, this evening, um, Shari and I went back to Mall of Egypt because I had to get some. Okay, so the last time I went to the mall, I bought some minced beef. Y'all are like, what? Minced? It's like, it's, I thought it was like ground beef, but minced is apparently different. And I can't eat meat. I can't eat minced meat here. I, You know what? As a matter of fact, I'm not going to eat any more meat here. I'm good. I wasn't really eating it, but I've always said I'm not a full vegetarian because there are places I haven't been and I always want to try different things. So I'm in Egypt, so I'm like eating, eating like the Egyptians do, trying whatever I can. Minced meat hasn't agreed with me in the past four days <laughs> so I've been down for the count y'all and yesterday I think I got rid of the last of the minced meat in my system but baby when I tell y'all oh we yeah being in a foreign place in in the land of COVID and eating some food that don't agree with you it's a triple loss it's just a triple loss so I'm finally, I'm good though. I've always been good, but I'm feeling back like myself because I was coming in every day. As a matter of fact, I was coming in during the day and like having to really lay down. And yesterday I literally walked straight into the apartment and went straight into my room, closed the door, locked it and never came out till the next day. So today Shari and I go back to the Mall of Egypt because now I'm like, I need to go get me some limes. I need to go get me some tomatoes some cucumbers some uh sweet potatoes i saw some sweet potatoes today so it's real random the grocery store like some days you come and there's what you saw there the last time you don't see this time so i'm looking forward to seeing what else pops up at this grocery store we had we were going to walk to the grocery store but the school has buses and they have a schedule where they'll take you where you that you want to go um, but you have to like adhere to the schedule. So we're getting ready to walk to the Mall of Egypt and Shari's like, you know, they have a bus going at 525, something like that, 530. So I was like, well, if you can get them to take us, because last time we tried to get them to take us and they was like, no, no bus run. No, you walk. Anyway, so we get on the bus. He takes us to the Mall of Egypt and where he drops us off is not like in front of the plaza because we're in a bus so they the buses don't go like up into the parking lot he drops us off um on the service road that's the best way i can explain it the service road so we're like are you coming back he's like yeah seven o'clock and i'm speaking english but he's saying all of this in arabic seven o'clock i'll be back right here so where he drops us off is where we're expected to get picked up. So we get in the grocery store and we both got, I had two big bags of groceries and a water. Shari had three, three big bags and a case of water. So the grocery store is such that the baskets, you can roll, they, you can roll the baskets as far as you can roll them. So it's a mall, y'all. So we roll these baskets through the parking lot and down through this ramp down to where the service road is but between the service road and where we are it's these rocks uh how can i explain it 
the landscaping is rocks. They put these rocks there. There's no sidewalk per se. It's just a little strip of a sidewalk. And there are rocks. So we're waiting where he's supposed to pick us up. And we have these baskets with our groceries in them. (laughs) We're waiting. And around 7.03, he pulls up. And we start getting our shit out of these baskets. And he drives, <laughs> he drives off. So, <laughs> Sherry says, oh, where is he going? <laughs> and I, oh my God, y'all. I'm like, what the fuck? Because we're not we're not close enough to where we could take these groceries out of these baskets and run to catch him we have to take the baskets and roll them over these rocks like we have to take these baskets hoist them up on the curve push them force them over these rocks Push them off the curb. I can't even explain it, y'all. I just know we had to get these baskets. We had to, like, get them up on these rocks. Push them past this, like, one little, um, like, curb. And the curbs are so high. It's not like these curbs. Like, you can roll the baskets up on the curbs. It's not like you can put your foot, like, you know how you can put your foot on the back of a basket and, and, um, and willy it up? It's it's not that at all. Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> I told Shari, I said, I feel like I'm in a horror movie right now. Like, this is ridiculous. So we're trying to get these baskets because I'm scared he's gonna drive off. He, he, he pulled he, he pulled up where we were standing, which was probably about mm, thirty feet. We were thirty feet away from him, maybe thirty to forty feet, and then he drives off. And he drives off about maybe 300 feet and he stops. So he's like 300 feet, maybe maybe a little less than 300 feet, maybe like 200, 260, something like that. 260 feet away from us. But we got groceries and we got groceries in baskets. And neither one of us can take our groceries out of this basket and walk to where he is. So... <laughs> Once Shari gets her basket over the thing, and I am like struggling with this basket, y'all. I am struggling, but I got it, but I'm struggling. So she helps me lift my basket, and I start running, like pushing my basket and <laughs> running down the surface road. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing my basket. Now let me tell y'all about these baskets. <laughs> so you know in America, the baskets pretty much go forwards and backwards. They go forward and backwards. <laughs> the baskets at car four. They're like oh my god, they're like bumper cars. The basket is gonna go whatever way you push it. It'll go sideways, it'll go diagonal. <laughs> It'll go backwards. It'll go forwards. It'll do whatever you want it to do. The way that they have the wheels on the baskets. 
So I'm pushing the basket, and the basket is like going left and right. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now mind you, I'm pushing it like running with this basket, pushing it, trying to keep it straight. And people are pulling up next to me, trying to get me to get in their cars. It's like taxi drivers. Everybody's trying to hustle. Oh, my God. So we get to the the bus. The guy, he opens the door. And he's looking at us. He's like, are y'all ready? Oh, my God. He's like, are y'all ready? As if he says this, as if he was in the space that he told us he would pick us up and he says this as if he did not see us running after that bus and i couldn't y'all i could not it took everything in me to get my shit on that bus and sit down i was so done and i'm done now i am cooked i am cooked i am cooked oh and shari still had a whole case of water we had to get back up the stairs once we got back to the apartment Oh my god. But that was my day. It's always something. Like it's always something. So one of the things that I discovered today was that um I am um we have to sign up for a uh student uh organization club. So I'm in the drama club for 8th grade. I'm not leading the club. I'm just kind of like the assistant. So the guy that's leading the club, we had a conversation today, and he wants to do a play, and he brought up Chekhov. Now, the only Chekhov play that I'm really familiar with is The Cherry Orchard. But what I found out today was that he said he wanted to do a different Chekhov play. Um, he, he, I, he didn't tell me the name of it, but he said what he likes about Chekhov's plays is that in theory, a lot of them are, are they they relate to Egyptian culture. They not relate to Egyptian culture, but they're relatable in the way that they're written because of the class system that Chekhov tends to write about. And I, I totally understood what he said because the cherry orchard is very much very much a class uh based uh work. And it was just something I didn't know. It was just something that gave me it made me think about you know um drama in a different way because i've just never really had to think about it in that way and it made me realize how um assumptive we can be when it comes to the plays that we are used to seeing in America because he was like do you have a recommendation for a play and I almost said like cat on a hot tin roof something really like sultry yet um slightly monstrous um but I didn't I didn't and, and I didn't for that very reason um because I knew that what I had in my um catalog of plays wouldn't necessarily fit and I would have to really think about um the culture so that was a moment that was a moment I had today um what else 
that's pretty much it y'all some stuff some stuff has happened but i ain't really i've been trying to get into it over the past two days but i realized with the uh podcast that i was kept trying to do i was uh, i was off i was i kept saying the wrong date and i didn't realize it which is why they probably never got posted because i've been trying to post a podcast for two days but it wasn't until i got up this morning and fake taught a whole class and try it was just it was just crazy today has been crazy um so that's what that is that's what that is um shout out to katasha varner for sending me the uh black people in japan talking about they ain't never coming back to the united states they love being in japan and my my thing about people who leave somewhere and say that they're happy where they are and you know they don't have to worry about looking over their shoulders blah 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 blah, is that black people in america there's nowhere for black people to go yeah you can feel safe if it's five of y'all ten of y'all even a hundred because you're not going to be um congregated in the same place but when black people move somewhere and they start seeing too many of us oh yeah oh yeah you gonna you gonna sense it and you gonna feel it we're gonna have to create our own space and that's not gonna come easy it's not gonna come easy um the people of haiti right now are dealing with bullshit in america in texas trying to get over the border so um, and I'm a, I'm a weist. And by weist, I mean, I feel like, you know, on the whole, if black people aren't comfortable, if I can't get comfortable if on the whole black people can't get comfortable. So in my mind, I'll never get comfortable. Um, and that doesn't mean I can't be somewhere and be happy. It doesn't mean I can't be somewhere and be satisfied. It doesn't even mean I can't be somewhere and, and, and have a sense of safety. But that's all it is. None of us are safe. None of us are safe. Because we live on a colonized planet. We live on a planet that literally bit the apple that had the razor blade in it. And that razor blade is called capitalism and colonialism. So no, we're not safe at all. But because of divine um, blessings because of divinity before because of the cosmos because of the ancestors because of all of the dna that has existed before us and because of that fight because of the harriet tubman's and the you know all of that man that is there's a spiritual this is a spiritual 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 war that we're dealing with it's not just physical it's a, we, we have to be thankful for a lot of the things that happen that are beyond our control, i.e. Mother Nature. You know what I mean? I.e. sometimes, in a sense, the pandemic. Because it's literally taking people out who we just don't need on this planet. And I'm not talking about everybody. Y'all know what I mean. So um, shout out to all the expats. Shout out to anybody who can leave the country where they were born to get away from the toxicity of it all. You know, a lot of people move away because of family. A lot of people move away because of uh, class. A lot of people move away because of um, sexism. It's a bunch of stuff that will make a person leave the land on which they were born. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, black people on this planet, um, we're, there, there is no safe place. And that's my opinion. And that's not, you can't, I don't argue opinions. So, um, live and let live. 
If you want to go to Japan, Katasha, and visit, by all means go. But, I, I, you know, as a tourist, I don't want to go to Japan. I'm not really interested in Asia outside of, like, Thailand um, and Thailand and um, Thailand. That's really, when it comes to going, yeah, that's pretty much where I want to go. Uh, <clears throat> any, excuse me. Anywhere else, not really. Um, I have the rest of my life to explore Africa. And I got to go home and come back and do something different. Because I'm in ghetto Giza. <laughs> ghetto Giza, that's what it is. I'm in ghetto Giza, baby. Make it do what it do. So, um, what else? Um... I'm gonna I'm get back with y'all because this school system over here is uh is batshit crazy, but I'm in it and I'm made for it. Um, I love the kids. I love my sixth grade class, man. These kids are phenomenal. They're fun. They're really, really, really phenomenal. And we just we're doing a short story. We're reading Alice in Wonderland, looking through the th- looking through the Alice looking through the glass or whatever it is, and um. These kids be asking questions, y'all. They they just I, I just I've never experienced kids who ask questions the way that they ask questions. And I can be reading some and they'll stop and say, What is that? What is that? What is that? And you better know. You better know. Cause if you don't know, they'll be like, Why you don't know, miss? <laughs> Why you come all the way from Texas to stand in front of us and not know the information? <laughs> so I <laughs> I'd be like, I'll tell y'all tomorrow. Because some of the stuff I don't know, I'd be having to come home and do some research. But anyway, that's it. I just wanted to tell y'all this this uh, grocery store story tonight. Because I've never, I have never pushed a basket past the, the, the parking lot. Let alone over some curbs and rocks and down a sidewalk <laughs> on the service road. But it went down tonight. It went down tonight, and I came home and had a really nice salad. All right, y'all. That's really it. I'm not going to keep y'all tonight. <clears throat> I'm going to go to bed because tomorrow is actually Wednesday. Today was hump day, and it was all that it claimed to be. It was a hump. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Oh, shout out to Jacqueline Jones Harvey. Jacqueline Snowden Jones Harvey who received her books in the mail today. She allowed me to help her through the process of writing and publishing her book. And it was an honor because that was my tag teacher. It was such an honor to do that for her. And she got her books today and she's on her way to setting up her book signings. And I hate that I'm going to miss it, but I'm also like really, 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 really glad that she let me be a part of that process. Her story is amazing. Jacqueline Snowden Jones Harvey. And I think it's under Jacqueline Snowden Harvey. Nope. Jacqueline. Yeah. Jacqueline Snowden Harvey. Uh, You can find her on Facebook. Um, You can also find the book. When Forged, When Sugar Tastes Like Salt on Amazon.com. When Sugar Tastes Like Salt. Now, there's another musician chick, I think, who has a an album out. 
So make sure you look for Jacqueline Snowden Harvey. Forged. When Sugar Tastes Like Salt. It is a civil rights story. And it is amazing. It is amazing. She's she's she went to Bishop College. She's from Louisiana. Um, all of that. So if any of those things resonate with you, please support the book project. Please support the book project. Okay, without any more fanfare for me, be good, be good, be good, be God. Peace.